Hello and welcome to Beers Without Frontiers episode 9. Uh, today I'm joined by Vicky. Hello. Uh, but no Charles this time as he's not very well. But we've got some guests this week. Uh, we're joined by Rob and Dave from Wednesday Beer Blog. Hi, there you go. Hi, and we're joined by Bob from Midlands Beer Blog. Hello. Uh, so we're going to be chatting about blogging, the Birmingham beer scene, and all that kind of stuff. Um, today we're recording in Cherry Reds on John Bright Street in the centre of Birmingham, very much an integral part of the local beer scene since it opened in 2015. Uh, got a good selection of cask, keg, bottles, cans, and a full food menu as well. So uh, it's Great pretty vegan. Absolutely, yeah, do all that stuff as well. So it's, uh, it's a good place to uh, set up and get things going, you know. Uh, so right, first and foremost, uh, we've all got a beer in front of us, I'm not quite sure what everybody else is drinking, but I'm on the um, Odyssey Boomslang. Mm, me too. 3% table beer. Um, it's actually, for a 3% beer, it's incredible. Yeah. It's got a hell of a lot of flavour. It's, um, yeah, a bit of a light haze to it, but bags of tropical fruit on there, and yeah, you can sort of get away with drinking this for hours on end, really, <laughs> yeah. at 3%, it's pretty, it's pretty long good. It's a long um, <laughs> you're on the same way, Vicky, yeah? Yeah, I'm on the boomslang as well, and I forgot that it was only 3% because so I'm drinking it again. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, good stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, ooh, got a dark beer on the table. What are you yeah, on? Yeah, I'm on the uh, Twisted Barrel God's Twisted mm-hmm. System, so just a uh, good, solid stout, the sort of stout that your, uh, your dad would like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether that puts it in a good light or not. Really. <laughs> well, well, it, 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 I like my dad, so... Yeah. <laughs> Stout for all. Yeah. Um, what are you on, Bob? You I'm, I'm just trying to find um, um, the name of the brewery, because I can never pronounce it, but it's a Welsh brewery, um, and it's a little nipper, um, um, and um, I think I was kind of aware of them. I think they may have done a collab with Twisted Barrel before, but um, I think they're a social enterprise. Right. Um, so I've, kind of, I've always kept my, my eye out for them, so... Yeah, um, oh, that's a cask beer, yeah. But no, no, it's a... No, it was a cask beer. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a cask beer. It's looking pretty clear. It's the clearest beer on the table, actually. Yeah. Um, clear for years. Yeah. 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 It's nice. Nice. Gentle haze, maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm good trying if you can remember the name of the brewery now. But yeah. <laughs> and then. But you yeah, can find it, and they, yeah, yeah, and then you got to pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the problem. Um, so. Um, so yeah, we've all got decent beers in front of us. So let's let's talk a little bit about. Um, Beer is obviously important to all of us, really, um, and you know, it's one of those things we ask anybody that comes on the podcast: is is what what was your beer journey? So I don't know who wants to start first with guys. Who wants to? Uh, yeah. So I've been drinking beer for uh, a lot longer than I should have been. Probably, <laughs> so. Yeah. Have we all? I was one of the um, slightly more abnormal people in that I. Never did the uh, macro lager thing. <laughs> right. From the age of about 12, I was quite interested in trying sort of cask bitters. And uh, at the uh, rugby club, they always used to um, have London Pride on. Oh, so right. that, that was a good start for me. And then there's the uh, Marston's pedigree, that sort of thing. So was um, your neck of the woods, where, where would that have been at the time? Warsaw. Yeah, yeah. So Deepest, darkest Warsaw. So I'm guessing that would have probably been Marston's pretty much everywhere, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, Ray Marshall's yeah. Banksy's, yeah. Yeah, oh, of course, yeah, Banksy's. Do you get any of the sort of more black country stuff over there, like the Holden's? Yes, yeah, 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 that's probably stuff that I started drinking a bit later on when yeah. I was 17, 18, so the yeah, Holden's, and you, know, you can't go wrong with it. Blackman's best pizza, still yeah. can't go wrong ever with them. Oh yeah, Bob's just passed over the, the details of the beer he's drinking. Yeah, I can't pronounce that. Um, they're in North Wales, though. Yeah. No, nobody going to. Vicky, you normally like, like having a try at pronouncing stuff. Crowlow Community Brewing Company. Okay, I, I, can do, I can do medical, medical words. Can I do the Welsh? Oh yeah, yeah. Something loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the loud. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, so, yeah, so basically, yeah, you started off with bitters and stuff. So, never really dabbling with the macro lager or whatever. Well, obviously, um, I, I tried them, but I, I nev- never liked them. And I, I, could, I hung, hung around with a lot of the older men. That sounds a little darker than you probably <laughs> meant, really. That sounds darker than your e- beer. Everything yeah. I ever say sounds darker than so so yeah so obviously you'd probably stuck with that for quite some time until what what was your gateway into trying kind of more crafty stuff then um probably well i went to university in 2008 and it, i started uh, i'd never really had that much beer at home i'd always drank when i was out yeah so when i was at uni i started going to the, the local tesco and just trying to try everything that was there mm. and through doing that I got into sort of the uh, stronger old English IPAs and then there's a punk IPA that just started popping up in Tesco yeah. around that time yeah so and then there was uh, Anchor Steam beer that sort of oh, thing yeah. was in Tesco so yeah. that's kind of for me and then 2013 was the first time I went over to the States not knowing anything about the beer scene in America Yeah. and I was just amazed that any bar I went into, bearing in mind I wasn't looking for craft beer bars, yeah. there's just an enormous amount of taps and, and that was, I'd always been really against lager and when the first place I went to was Boston so I was drinking Sam Adams, yeah. I thought well, this is uh, really tasty Yeah. and then, then to New York and then on to the uh, Brooklyn lager. Right, right. So pretty much from then on, just been exploring yep. whatever's been been going on, really. Yeah. So, uh, so Dave, is your story pretty similar lines, or? Um, yeah, or did... I. Well, uh, sorry, kind of words uh, At a younger age, I wasn't as into alcohol as Rob. Was. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he was getting beers passed aside by some old men, apparently. <laughs> um, in my case. Uh, the earliest memory I've got of beer is having like a technically smooth flow can at a house party <laughs> and <laughs> right trying, that. I know and trying lagers and going how is this a popular drink I <laughs> yeah. do not want this ever again yeah. um, uh, I didn't really get a taste of alcohol until I went to uh, university mm. um, and then I was as a student it was pretty much I was just drinking whatever I found to be uh, cheapest or most available, but still staying away from uh, French stubbies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> staying away from the uh, cheap macro lagers because yeah. I still think they're absolutely vile. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and then you what graduated into the more craft. Yeah. And so, the, I mean, uh, Rob had a similar sort of epiphany moment um, 
when a small we went to the same university by the way, Manchester. Right. right um, yeah. And in our third year, so we're talking by like 2011, um, there was a be two thousand and ten, obviously. Yeah. Oh, it's like the winter. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. There was a takeover at one of the. Uh, a tap takeover, by the way. There wasn't just some ruffians coming and storming. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was not fun. It was a tap takeover. The craft beer revolution! <laughs> it, was, um, enough, it was Brewdog hosting a tap takeover uh, um, <laughs> at a small pub in Chester, um, it was the Pied Bull. Yeah, um, and this really opened my eyes to what beer could taste like. Yeah. And having, I think, the first, having a punk card yeah, yeah, on cash and cask, yeah. And then also a <laughs> hard. Hardcore IPA really opened my eyes. I yeah, had a pint of it. 9.2, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I house my that one and then was uh, sick on the way home. <laughs> but you got the flavours that were coming through. Yeah. And it was it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so pretty much, yeah. Once it's, There's no kind of going back from that point, is there really? Where, where no, you discover really what wasn't. beer can be and then you just like, yeah, you, and, you and start yeah, fresh. Then I was hooked. Yeah. Ah, good stuff, good stuff. Um, Bob, is your story a longer story? Well, it don't matter, we've got loads of time. Um, so, I, I suppose my, 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 my drinking journey probably started probably when I was uh, placing in Coventry called the, the Dog and Trumpet. It was a proper, like down some stairs underneath the shops in, in Coventry, proper rock metal bar. Yeah. Um, started going there from about the age of 15. Drinking like snake bite and black and, and right. things like that. So Nuki Brown and things. I so, thought that was a band playing. Yeah, tonight snake bite and black. Have you ever heard of snake bite and black? <laughs> so half um, Foster's, half nondescript cider and blackcurrant. <laughs> Somehow not appealing to no, me. No, no, I loved it at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, you, you moved on. <laughs> I did move on. I did move on. Um, but so, but I wasn't. I, I drank that when I went out, but alcohol wasn't really a thing. You know, wasn't really much of a thing to me. Yeah. Um, um, kind of went back to university as a as a mature student, um, and at that point was drinking things like uh, Jack and Coke or whatever the cheap lager was but never again not really liking it or really fussed about it, it wasn't never really a th- just drinking it for just drinking it because I wanted to drink I was out I wanted to drink and then um, I think uh, I, I was renting a, a room in, in this guy's house and he introduced me to, he took me out for this Sunday lunch at this really nice pub in Leicester I can't remember what it's called now um, I think it's an Everard's beer Everard's. it was a you know, proper ale yeah um, and, and really liked it. Thought, oh, I think I might start getting into this ale thing, or this really mm. ale. So I started drinking some of those. Eventually, kind of moved from Leicester to um, to, to Birmingham, um, and then um, because it become known amongst family that I, I quite liked to have a, a, a you know if somebody asked me if I wanted to drink it, it'd be an ale usually. Mm. Um, my uh, my now brother-in-law, um, so, so my wife Sarah's uh, brother. Bought me a um, 300 beers to drink before you die. Oh wow! Um, what? Is that a book? It's a it's a book. I think Roger Roger Brotts. Oh um, right, yeah, 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 Roger yeah. Brotts. Yeah. Um, 300 300 beers to drink before you die. Um, and uh, my friend um, Paul, um, who was also kind of starting to get into ales, 
uh, a similar time. And we said, do, do you want to? Do you want to give it a go? We were like, be a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, and it kind of started from there. Kind of the attempt to try different things from that, and then search out where we could find. So initially, just what we could find in local supermarkets. I think Sarah had gone to visit a friend in Leicester and had found a, a, a little off license that was, you know, a bit of a specialist off license. Yeah. And had the book. And would when show the book. <laughs> still, my favourite story is Paul um, took the book, bought, book, bought the book after we decided to attempt it. And, and I've got this vivid image of him going around bars in, in, in Brussels, going, "Have you got these?" Uh, <laughs> right. um, so that the book that became the thing. Um, and we used to kind of have a little, get a couple together and have a little tasting together. But the one beer that I remember that kind of was was the probably the beer that the gateway beer. Yeah. Um, was Freyok by Williams oh, Brothers, which yeah, is a Heather, the Heather Ale. Yeah, the Heather Ale, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just the depth, because I've been used to so many, you know, a lot of the ales were nice, but they were still just ales, you know, yeah. they were nothing to, you know, blow your, blow your head off or anything like that, or think, well, we're amazing. And then I had this fray up, and the, the flavours, and the, the, it was just such much more of a like, more dynamic drink, and, um, and um, was thought, well, well, this is what beers can be like. Um, and then found Sturchley, um, Sturchley Wines, and then Cottage Wines, and the rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, yeah um, that's it, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and ended up taking a hell of a lot of money out of my bank balance, and <laughs> yeah. probably yeah, yeah. fair toll on my, uh, on my, yeah. <laughs> on my liver. <laughs> yeah, but hey, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. fun, you know, it's, ah, uh, oh, cool stuff. Um, right, so, basically, you're all beer bloggers, um, we almost started in that we kind of started in the same place. Yeah. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> it took a long time. You were there as well. You were there as well. Don't tell me. <laughs> Just over the road from where we are now. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's Matt Curtis's fault, isn't it? It, it, it is, is Matt Curtis. Yeah. There you go. Um, so yes. why you being there, Bob? Yeah, no, these guys were there, yeah. We'd actually already started to plan doing a blog beforehand, and we were chatting to one of the barmen, Neil. Um, and it was kind of through us saying, oh, we want to, we'd all, it was me and Dave, uh, Dave Hopkins, mm. and we used to kind of regularly catch up in, in um, and, and chat with Neil, and we'd say, oh, you know, there's nobody really talking about beer in Birmingham, it'd be really good to, you know, we'd all talked about individually doing a blog, and then I thought, well, why don't we, why don't we do it together? Why don't we share the, share the burden? Yeah. Because it was all the case, we'd like to do it, but we haven't got the time. And I think through that, Neil kind of reached out to Matt Curtis and said, would you be interested in coming and do, do a session about beer blogging at, um, um, at BrewDog? So that's right. kind of where it so, uh, Really good afternoon, actually. It was. It was yeah, really felt very inspired, and then we took another two years to... Yes, we were going to do this tomorrow, and yeah. then two yeah. years later. Yeah. 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 That, you that guys took another two years. We took probably one another... <laughs> Three years and then decided to do a talking one. And, and do a podcast instead of a, a <laughs> yeah. blog, yeah. But, you know, ultimately we're all kind of in different media forms talking about what's going on. So obviously there's enough to be talking about, uh, yeah. you know. And um, so, yeah, I mean, talking of which, what what are your thoughts on the current beer scene in Birmingham, you know? Is it is it on the up? Is well, it? It's, it's certainly on the up. It's better than it's, it's ever been. So go back to that time... Well, probably say a couple of years before we went to the blogging tour, I, started, I never really came into Brum to drink mm. much. And then the uh, 
Brewdog had opened, yeah. so I started going there. And it's a bit really, of a catalyst, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it really was. And uh, there's a lot of people that say uh, used to work at Brewdog who have now gone on to do their own thing. Yeah. And it's made Birmingham a uh, much uh, stronger beer community, yeah. really. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. There's a lot of, you probably point to quite a few of the couple of the breweries and, and, and things like that that probably had some kind of connection as well, which we tend to deride. Brewdog is yeah. now more as, as much as you want to. They pretty much were a catalyst yeah. because for us, yeah. you know, we're we're a twenty-five minute train ride away, and like we then when that was opened over the road, pointing for all the people listening to Brewdog that's over the road from where we are. Remember, now. not a visual medium. Not a visual medium. <laughs> yeah. um, and and that's when we started coming over here. You know, pretty much yeah. as soon as it opened, and you know, you you can kind of slag off Brewdog for probably some of the more recent stunts yeah. um, but ultimately it, it brought people into the city centre and, and got people drinking tasty beer yes. back in those days I mean the vibe was really good they used to have good DJs on the Friday Saturday night playing loads of funk and soul rock and roll mm. sort of thing yeah. and there's always great brutal beer and there was a lot of decent guest stuff on as well yeah. and you'd mm-hmm. start to see the same faces around whereas now we're seeing the same faces and a lot more faces but elsewhere you go yeah, into yeah. a brew dog now and you don't know anyone so yeah. it's just not the same anymore i, I think i think one of the things with with brew dog at the time is that and, and it's been borne out by how many of those guys have then gone on to do other things yeah. was that how good was what we used to love going there was mm. because the guys behind the bar were so good they took yeah. you yeah. Oh, try try everything yeah. you know they talk you through the beers and and stuff like that and you know you can you know, quite, you know, Kilda, you know, Mike's now at Kilda, you've yeah. got Kirk um, and um, Rich. Rich at um, Tilt. At Tilt. Yeah. Um, you know, you've Josh. got Josh, Josh um, with, with um, yeah, with Glass House. So, yeah. Got on two fantastic things. And yeah. Those were the faces who were ever so knowledgeable and basically, well, I guess, bought, took us returning to Brewdog so often. I think, yeah. I think this is, it was, it, I was, think, it was yeah. them not being there. That probably, I can't remember the last time I went into Brewdog. No. And I think, which is a, which is sad, um, but it was it was it was the the guys behind the bar. They were so good. I think we felt that gradually, one by one, the guys who were super passionate uh, yeah. uh, about uh, beer and stuff like that, and gave the experience that you were just saying. To me, yeah. that was a new thing. You weren't you you go into your local pub and they just go, "What do you want?" Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the, the yeah. concept of tasters and advice yeah. at the point of the bar was just. Mind blowing, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, it helps open up to you to more styles as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah completely. Because, you know, we've all said we've all started on like Freyok or um, Punk IPA and stuff as some kind of gateway, but then you kind of know to then, oh, what are Saison's like then? What are Sandals like? Yeah, what are, um, you know, and if you can go in there and just have tasters because they've got mm-hmm. cotton, it was, it was just brilliant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that opens up so many more avenues too yeah. because places so willingly. Giving away tastes compared to, as you say, a traditional pub, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, yeah. We've done it with one of our friends, haven't we? You know, again, especially one of our friends, he was very much a, mm, I'm not really sure whether I like beer or not. Took him, not this brewed up bar, but one uh, when we were met up in London. Mm. And uh, he was just blown away because it was like, well, try this then, try this then. And yeah. he found his style then, and he was like, ah, right, I know I don't like that, but I'm doing yeah. thanks to that. And I'm not sure you get, as much as that these days. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Um, so, so yeah, obviously that was the place that a lot of things started in terms yeah. of getting you guys blogging and, and stuff was, like that. Yeah, there was, there was obviously Brewdog and um, and here, and then yeah. I would say also for me initially it was also, in all fairness, pure pure bar because mm-hmm. um, they don't think I don't think they changed their their tap list massively um, and, and now, but. You know, they they as well as their own core beers had some really good kind of they really interesting American beers. They weren't beers. far off. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brewdog were they? Like yeah. a year. Yeah, I seem to remember when we'd come in here, if we went to Brewdog and say it was a Saturday and it was like really, really busy, uh, yeah. it would always be our second point port of call of like, we'll get a pure bar then. And, and like you say, the the beer menu doesn't change massively. They don't get any radically, you know, they don't have a sour fest or something like that on but they do great food there and yeah. you know the beers have been good nick and I've never been there for food you know the food's really good there. something on twitter recently like people talking about beer and food and yeah, yeah. and I just, for one thing I thought well I'm not posh enough to go anywhere that has a beer sommelier <laughs> or even a, a wine one <laughs> but, yeah. but it did come up that yeah. people uh, some people from elsewhere were surprised that they didn't hear more about purity bar, and I think it's because yeah. it's it's a great place to eat from what I hear. But uh, yeah. you know, I don't think it's a beer discussion. Yeah, so. mm. because it's it's a food place. Yeah, it's more of a food yeah. place to me now. But it's, I know that yeah. there's really good beer, and they do do yeah. some good beer and food matching. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of look, looking at our um, kind of journey of, with with the blog. Um, mm. I think one of our very first blogs was was when Till opened. Mm. We we'll give you an idea, and that's been you know because I've been there a while now. Um, and, and kind of the change from from then is just in, in the city centre. As far as being able to get really good beer, oh yeah, it opens up so much. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we've built selection. Yeah, that they bring in and have consistently bought it, and the tap takeovers and the events they have hold are fantastic. Well, yeah. I never used to go over to the jewellery quarter, and then when we're burning soul started up and, mm. and the wolf, and then there's obviously thousand trades out there, rock and roll, yeah, brewery. There's, there's loads of stuff out there, and like, people think that it's far away, but it's, you've got legs, haven't you? Well, <laughs> most people have. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it's I think, not a long way we, to walk. I think from my, from I think kind of reflecting back on a kind of initially that there was a there was a beer scene, a real small one. You had obviously you had Brewdog and you had Cherry Reds. You did have kind of the Welly Pure Bar and Victoria. Uh, Victoria, yeah. um, and actually, interestingly, I think there's quite a guy, quite a few people that went through the Victoria and now at kind of various different places, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. the Craven, yeah, as it was, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and in peace. Oh, yeah, but it's technically still there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and it kind of, it kind of, it feels like a scene that's kind of grown fairly organically, um, slowly but organically. There was yeah. things were quite spread out. So, obviously, you had Sturchley wines and, and Cottage wines. I think probably even predate Brewdog. In all fairness, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and and, um, and you, you know, you can't forget kind of what what um, uh, the beer bash, you know, the, the beer bash guys, and they were a group of kind of bloggers, kind yeah. of before and and the kind of tweet twitters. I think they they originally met up as a as a tweet, whatever it was, catch up or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, tweet up or something. They called them or something. <laughs> twist up. So I think over the recent years, things have gradually begun to open. So you, I think having kind of breweries, um, I think having a place like Burning Soul open has been fantastic. Um, you know, the Wolf, um, you know, and the beers that they bring in. Yeah, they've um, had some great uh, yeah. events, tap takeovers, as I the likes of Tilt and even Brewdog yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. And, 
the biggest issue until recently had been there wasn't a massive amount of really exciting stuff in the city centre. Yeah. Mm. Not compared to like places like Manchester and Leeds. Yeah. And stuff. Everywhere's so easy to get to. Like so Manchester, you straight out of Piccadilly. Like you've got Clove Water just around the corner and track and you've got the Piccadilly tap and then you go into Northern Corner and it's there's loads of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean they, they've Leeds kind of got years ahead of us in a way. But I feel in the last year, 18 months, been playing catch up around here, like yeah. on quite a good kind of scale really. And yeah, yeah. you know, and and the, yeah, loads of stuff as well. I mean, we, 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 were, we were saying just before we started recording about, about a year, we think it's probably about a year ago that we did. Um, um, kind of as a, as a the beer blog did a Midlands beer blog did a kind of blog with the craft beer um, oh no, uh, beer o'clock show yeah, yeah. Um, and actually so much has changed since then so since at that point um, Burning Soul had pretty much just won the the um, first games, games yeah, yeah. Um, Glass House were just were, were, you know Josh was only in, just in starting the greenhouse, pretty much yeah. still yeah. in the greenhouse Head of Steam hadn't wasn't a thing. Point shot wasn't a thing. Yeah. Uh, Bonehead, Bonehead wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um, Kilda you know, wasn't a thing. Kilda yeah. wasn't yeah. didn't exist. You know, um, and so and that like so Clink they, was still fairly new. As yeah, well. Clink was still fairly new. I, I still remember going down and knocking on the door when they were still building Clink and saying, <laughs> "You guys up for a chat?" Um, <laughs> yeah. And that the Clink was hilarious because I remember we thought we were you know fairly in the know. Um, and then all of a sudden there was the tweet of this clink opening in like a couple of weeks time and we were like do you know what this is do you know what this is no nobody yeah. knows what this is really gone under the radar yeah yeah, yeah. Until they so opened. there's a lot and there's still more to happen obviously you've got Birmingham Tap or um, Thornbridge the Thornbridge, Thornbridge venue yeah. still to open Pint Shop opens very soon yeah a couple um, of weeks and their yeah. beer list looks fantastic um, yep. So I think there's, there's still more to come. And obviously, Glass House will be opening their town. Yeah, that's there's, yeah. there's Attic, Attic Brewing Co. Yeah. And that was one of the things I think we talked about before, before. That one of the things that felt like it was missing that other cities had were breweries. Yeah. Yes, that was actually what I was going to come on to really. Of of is is a city only as good as its best brewery in a way you know if you know Berlin could have great great places to drink but if all the best beers are coming in from Manchester London or elsewhere then you know you, you need something to maybe pull people into the city from yeah. further afield well, I think in the West Midlands we've got some great breweries but they aren't they're not close together mm. so in the black country you, you've got um, so fixed wheeler over there green duck then you go over to Coventry and you've got twisted barrel yeah and they're all making some really awesome beer yeah and we, we do get it in Brum as well and like well I don't get as much over my way as I would like to I've a so we get some green duck stuff from time to time and fix where actually yeah. yeah I think you're right that like whenever you think about the UK beer map and then you think of a big city you generally associate a big brewery with that city like yeah. you think of Manchester and you go few. Cloudwater and you go yeah. Newcastle and you go Wyland but yeah Leeds, loads of them. Leeds, you just go Northern Monk, Northern but then like Hill, Birmingham, I don't think people know too much outside of the scene yeah. who the big brewery is or who's yeah. the one whoever should be looking to. And obviously, Indie Man last year when B- uh, Burning Soul won the Thursday games, that's given them great exposure. Yeah. They're releasing yeah. a big Burning Soul Ganza, and like I think that's really going to put Birmingham on the beer map. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think the frustration that we started, um, we started the Midlands Beer Block with the idea because we wanted to celebrate and promote what Birmingham had because we were like, yeah. we want people to know how good 
it can be in Birmingham. We, you know, we, these great people that service this wonderful beer, and we want people to know about it. Mm. Um, and that's kind of part of the conversation. I think we talked about when with with Matt Curtis when we were doing the thing. Yeah. But I think what, what I think one of the things that I think maybe we haven't had, which some of those other cities like Manchester and Leeds have had, is we haven't had. You know, we've done as much shouting as possible, but not apart from again the beer o'clock show. You know, who have been who have been really big supporters and mm. said, you know, you really keep yeah. an eye on Birmingham. Things are changing, and I think there was maybe one art didn't ferment the f- ferment magazine. Yeah, someone from Scotland, which is quite cool to see that. But it is a it kind of it made me think. Why haven't I or we pushed out more to? Mm. I don't know. So I think I'd love. I would love a bit more kind of. Supporting, helping us, sharing coverage, media coverage. We need to do more, but perhaps we need to ask for more help from from other cities who've had a lot of success and on how to uh, really put some of the map. I think West Midlands people, Black Country, Birmingham, we're, we're, we're friendly people, but we're a bit. Uh, we don't like to shout too much about it. I think we need to get better at that. We've had this discussion before, actually, and I think this is the big difference between somewhere like here and, say, Manchester. Manchester shouts all the time. So apologies to any Mancunians that <laughs> But they do. They shout all the time about how great they are. And, and this is London, probably worked from, from the, and London's yeah. capital. Centre of the world. Yeah. 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 Um, but if you're there is also, so even like we're saying, a year, two years ago, there was there were great things going on, but like you just said, there was nothing. There wasn't an awful lot going on in the city centre. Mm. And even us, and all of us, because we know we know us living in Birmingham city centre itself. So to hear, oh yeah, to just get out to um, uh, Green Duck, a paper duck, you need to get on the numbers ten bus, which you've got. Yeah. and it's like. No, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, that's, you're I want to get off this train. Yeah, I've just got on this train. So, will it help now? The fact that we are starting to get more and more venues in the city centre itself. We have got, like we've still got rubbish transport. In well, the, I think, I think <laughs> that's big, yeah, yeah, I think that's. I think, I think I'd, the one thing I'd like to see more. Um, we've said this for quite some time. It's more of the more of the um, the, the, mid, the the local venues. The, the central venues selling local beer. Yeah. It was not until yeah. recently. I know Twisted Barrel really struggled to get their beer yeah. sold in. You know, yeah. Twisted Barrel makes some, you know, fantastic beers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Green Duck, especially some of the most recent stuff as well. It's been fun. I mean, I think they they were one of the breweries of of, of Lock and Key and of, well, the Beer Bazaar the year before. Yeah. Some of their beers were amazing. Yeah. Definitely, the, pretty much one of the best breweries there. Um, you know, and, and, and Scott's doing some fantastic things at Fixed Wheel. Uh, Gwen, when Gwen was about, and, and she was knocking out some brilliant beers and stuff, but they all struggled to get them into the centre yeah. of Birmingham to anybody to sell them. Yeah. The only place until until fairly recently, really, that sold them in any real number was was here. Was here. Yeah. You know, yeah, Gwen's yeah, been at uh, Gen. Pronouncing people's names. People name. <laughs> to be in my defence, I've had some lambics already. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Jen's. You know, Jen has been a massive supporter in local beers, and that's that's brilliant. But I think actually, as you know, head of steam, you know, they are a national chain and, and owned by a brewery and stuff. But they've had they've made a commitment to, to having some local beer in. Um, yeah. And I know that um, the Pine Shop have done something similar. Um, so you're seeing more local beers kind of make their way. You know, and some and some people are attracted to the idea of local. Yeah. I mean, we did um, six eight cafe attempting to do a bar. 
which yeah. is, oh, we went there once, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were going to do a festival, and we went to them and said, asked us to go along and give them a bit of advice. And we said, look, what you need to do is focus on local. Because actually, Tilt down the road are doing some fantastic beers from around the country. Um, so if you try and match them, you're not going to. Because yeah. they, they're doing it, they'll do it so much better. But if you want to do something different, get local in. Yeah. And actually, their initial festival ended up being a much more bigger success, I think. Mm-hmm. Because they focused on local and people were like, oh, this local beer, and let's check that out. I so think you get Burning Soul coming in as well. I think the Wolf Burn seemed to have a fair... Yeah, the Wolf have been a big... Like, they always seem to have Burning Soul on, or some Twisted yeah. Barrel. In fact, they had a Twisted Barrel event on Thursday night, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but they're very much celebrating the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one of the real big moments for the, the Birmingham and Greater West Midlands beer scene was a, a, a tilt, like, like they did the tilt Christmas sessions yeah. last year. So there was, uh, what brewery, there was like pretty much all of the local yeah. craft brewers yeah. were there. And, and the actual brewers had come along for the night. And I think that was the night where it really were like, was, well, obviously the Midlands beer blog, they're a collective of people who really I don't know if you all knew each other to start with, but you've grown to be quite a big collective. Yeah. Whereas, oh, me and Dave, we were just too shy. <laughs> and then finally, we got a few beers in us and just started talking to yeah, each other. Yeah. I think from that point on, like, it's, the, the scene is getting a lot it stronger. It felt like the entire Birmingham beer scene came together. And yeah. everyone was talking, everyone was chatting, everyone has a fantastic time sharing mm-hmm. local beer and basically celebrating it and standing next to the toilet yeah yeah as as you do sometimes yeah um so yeah so i mean there's in terms of enough good breweries i think for me the the kind of thing that's on the horizon is is josh uh glasshouse getting um you know up and running on full production kit which is just starting to happen and i think their beers uh, are going to be talked about. They're outstanding. Some of the Imperial Stouts or even IPAs he's doing, I've had, I've had a few of those and it's just so easy to drink and then mm. I've not remembered how I got home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have not had a single disappointing beer from Glasgow so oh, and whenever I see them anywhere, I will jump straight at it. Yeah. And I just think the quality is outstanding and he deserves all the recognition like Josh is fantastic. You know, it's good because Brewdog wanted him to go and <laughs> yeah. brew for them. And exactly. And he wants I, to get his hands dirty. If yeah. he can get the, 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 the production and it's just start shipping it out, people are going to recognise him straight away. Yeah, yeah we, said for, so. we said for a while, don't, you know, keep an eye on these guys because I think they're going to be really good. Yeah. You know, we've got some, you know, you look at the, the beers that are coming out, the Midlands in general now. Yeah. You know, I think, like, um, you know, the Wrapped In series from. Twisted Barrel, and they, 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 they yeah. were as good as some of the, the kind of cloud water and stuff, you know, yeah. stuff that yeah. I've And had. you see bottle shops around the country yeah. posting pictures of Twisted yeah. Barrel. Exactly. Yeah. You've got yeah. Burning uh, Soul and Grown some Outstanding Beer. Yeah. 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 And they've, they've gone re- gone down really well at festivals. Look, I, um, I was volunteering at the Beaver Town Extravaganza, and I, I, was, I was on the Crooked Stage Bar, but it was really cool for me for people to come up to me at like say slightly quieter periods where they say, Oh, where should I be drinking? And I just point them two or three bars to the right then to burn his soul. Yeah. And like uh, I think the the guys there, Chris and Rich, had yeah. awesome feedback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think um, yeah, I think you, you, you could you could you could go on with, you know, like I said, Scott's dope, man. Fix, fix, fix wheel. Fix wheel. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's an insane yeah, yeah. beer. 
Um, and um, yeah, I think just some it, it, ricochet um, Solid. from from green green duck. Yes. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Um, the there's there's some the, some of the collaboration. Yeah, the started green duck canning. Started canning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, the, some of the collaborations between the different brewers, yeah. like kitchen sink, that's glass house and greenhouse. Oh man, yeah, that's a green duck. That, that, that's a. Um, not remember how you got home, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. And that was so, stunning. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, things are in place, aren't they? Really. Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of uh, obviously festivals as well happening around here, uh, Lock and Key. Uh, yeah. A few few uh, few weeks back, and obviously Taps was just last week. So stuff's happening festival-wise as well. I mean, as we've discussed on a previous podcast. I mean, I was super impressed with Lock and Key. I thought it was a great location and, and really, really great, you know. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jen, Jen did most of the work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, disclaimer, but Bob was an integral part of the team of organising it. Just, and and I, I volunteered and I, I, I love being involved. I just sent some tweets, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, you were on the gate. I was on the gate as well, yeah. So yeah. feedback from Lock and Key, did, did it... Was it good? Because I know that um, Catherine was saying that yeah, I think the first feed, feedback that we had from both punters and breweries mm-hmm. was that they all had such a good time that it was a well-organised yeah. um, beer festival. Again, the venue fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh, totally. The the beer selection and the breweries that are on hand absolutely brilliant. I, I mean, I was blown away by, such a good by the breweries that yeah, we got we and the you know people that were there pour, uh, pouring beers and the beers that were available. Uh, Catherine did a sterling job on the on the um, on the fringe the fringe talks, event. Yeah, the fringe awesome. talks were just brilliant. Yeah. So I think everybody and I think from our from our point of view, the fact that the breweries fed back so well, saying how much of a good time they had, um, good vibe um, and, and just good fun. And, and again, I think I would say a beer list that would rival most. Uh, we didn't have, you know, your cloud waters and yeah. stuff like that, but we had but some of the best up and coming yeah, breweries yeah, like yeah, Neon Raptor, yeah, Black yeah. Irish, yeah. Um, Brew York. Oh, Brew York. Oh, Brew York. <laughs> Barbara, yeah. was it? Was it? Yeah, Rebarber Re- Steisen, I think was what we yeah. yeah. the festival. Yeah. So, yeah. Blackjack were there as yeah, well. Yeah, Blackjack and Pure yeah. were there. So, I think, um, and obviously, we, you know, our local breweries were, you know, yeah. like Burning Soul, Green yeah. Duck, and Twisty Barrel. Those guys, Twisty Barrel guys were there. So, that was, but I think we would have liked. A few more numbers. Yeah. So you know, I don't know if it was uh, just unfortunate planning, but it was the same weekend at the Independent Birmingham Festival. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you had uh, Burning Soul dedicated to them. Well, you know, they had well, the split in half. Both yeah, the wolf, the wolf, the wolf, the wolf did the same. Yeah, wolf. Yeah, the wolf and I don't know how the Wolf and Birth maintained op- being open all. Yeah, they like, were open all. They did the same. Yeah. I mean, that was we'd already booked our venue. They'd already booked their venue, and then it yeah. was like we looked kind of. I think we, there was even some sort of conversation between the two. Where it was like. Yeah. Sorry, it's, um, it's so unfortunate, but, but yeah. I think that might have been why. Yeah. I think it may have been a contributing factor, but I think there's. I, we think there's. There's a first um, year, and I think we can learn in terms yeah, of yeah. marketing as well. And then there's more. There's going to be a lot more word of mouth next time. Yeah, because yeah. there's going to be people that want to have such a good time. That's yeah. the hope. And that's the hope is that if we, you know, if we go ahead and do it again, that um, and the desire is there to do it again, is that that the the goodwill and good feedback covers over so people are like yeah we do want to go along there was a great mix of people as well of all ages sexes yeah. any just any, anyone this is what we need to do next time is just grab people from a a, a train ride yeah. a slightly longer train ride away. yeah 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Even even there, there's people from um, from outside our uh, little circle who've heard great things. Yeah. It's like um, Doreen, who of a uh, let's be a positive fame. She, oh, she yes. said that she'd heard wonderful things about yeah. it. So. So I think it'll build. I think it'll build. Um, Coming back to some of the stuff we said earlier, I think one of the issues um, for the growth of the beer scene has been travel. Is actually the Birmingham and Midlands transport is is fairly poor. So then getting around, it doesn't go on late. No, no. So even if you travel so further away, so a bus and a train or a couple of buses or whatever, then you've got to worry about you've got to leave so you can get home. Yeah. Even internally, there's still problems with the travel system. Like, um, we recently went to the um, Mosley Craft Beer Festival. Right, and yeah. Mosley, although it's got a fantastic venue in the Dark Horse, there's no train line there. And although I think the Birmingham City is looking 2021. Yeah, <laughs> right. there's no delay. If it, if it well, happens, yeah. you've got to get a bus or an Uber out of the city centre if you want to get there. And same with the paper duck, you've got to come into the centre to then come back out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, maybe this is obviously what we've all got in common is that we're, we're not in the centre of town. So if you are in the centre of town or another of the suburbs, it's like, oh, well, it is only just that bus. But for people coming in, and obviously Birmingham, Second City, you know, you, you, it draws people in from 25 mile radius, doesn't it? And yeah. then they want to begin the centre, right? Yeah. There, yeah. 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 So that, that is a little, but what I see starting to happen is little pockets in the suburbs of stuff that's joining up, like there's a Sturchley yeah. mile, you know. So then you go, well, do you know what? We've got the whole day. Let's get out to Sturchley, and there's enough places to go in Sturchley without having to then come back into town or whatever. Yeah, well, so you've got, so obviously uh, we talked about Glasshouse, they're going to be opening up there fairly soon. Yeah. Attic Brewing Co, we're going to open up there fairly soon. What's the name of um, Rich from Clink's new place? Um, so oh, is it Cork and Cage? Cork and Cage, yeah. 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 Um, that's so that's going to be like a lamb mix sort of place, yeah. isn't it? With some tur- Turkish Turkish meze, whatever that is. Yeah. Sounds nice. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know the concept for that. Actually, yeah. where's that? Sturgeon. Wow, it's all happening in Sturgeon. Yeah. So, I mean, you could do you could do like the Sturgeon mile of start, you know, catch the the, the train to Kings Norton, Kings Norton, or bus yeah. out to Sturgeon, yeah. eleven even. Um, does the 11 go that way? I think it does, doesn't it? No idea, Bob. Yeah, yeah. But you, then you could then go from there, walk down into, you know, have a beer at a, a cottage, into to Sturchley, and you've got Green, you've got, um, you've got Glasshouse, you've got Attic, you've got um, Birmingham Brewery Company, yeah. you've got um, Wildcat, Wildcat Town, oh, who course, just do yeah. amazing beer in the Good Beer Guide. Um, you know, Sturchley. Um, you pop into Sturgeley, you know, for, for growl or some cans. Oh, Sturgeley wines. Sturgeley wines, yeah. I've I can't wait to uh, spread my then wings. Cage. I don't yeah. think anything of going to Leeds or Manchester or mm. London for the day, but so why shouldn't I just yeah, go and yeah. hang out in that area for a day? No, it's, it's really, a thing, yeah. Two, bus, two buses, man. Obviously in hard it's, not, it's not a big deal. But I mean, there's, there's little places like that popping up at a couple of different yeah. places, like Harbourn, you've got um, Paper Duck, obviously. Yep. You've got Hop Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, you've got In on the Green and the Bowl Shed. And, and I think having oh, a Fox Green. Yeah. Fox Green. And yeah. it's good 
food or yeah, no craft, craft, is it crafting? Oh, yeah. Crafting just opened up in Shirley, and they're oh, opening yeah. a couple of other places as well. There's one in Surrey, 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 there's one well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think also that, that it's get getting to the together. point, yeah, where, where when you get a stretch of like Sturchley, it really seems to be happening now. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, there needs to be some kind of guide to Brum where it's like, this is the Sturchley crawl, you know, mm-hmm. and it makes it easy for people coming in from out of the area then to go, oh, there's that website that's got that it map just, on it. It just feels nice that. though when really? people ask on Twitter. Where sh- I've come to Burn for the day, where yeah. I drink, and you can tag a load of different. Yeah, which the whole mock dredge, this dredge, the, the, the famous like, beer right there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I could have thought I'd done it. It's the same thing that's already been said. No, very rarely. Usually, usually it's like the bearded one that'll be the first two. You know, yeah. Twitter celeb. Hashtag big time. Yeah. Twitter celeb. Yeah. Hey, you want a hell of a name drop there. Yeah. No one knows his actual name. Just Yeah. Yeah. But usually he's the first one, and he'll tap, you know, tap, tap, tap. And then quite often it'll be like Midland's beer block. But by the time we get anywhere near it, loads of people have already answered, um, which is really nice. And there's a lot more of that kind of working together, which is really good. I mean, one of the things we've got on our on our site is the is the map. Yeah. Yeah. But I think one of we 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 did do um, we actually did an event um, about a year or so ago where we did um, the Snow Hill line, and where we did we did Sadler's. We did. Probably, um, yeah. oh, uh, should do that again. Man. Yeah, yeah. We, so we yeah, we did Sadler's. We did uh, Fix Wheel. We did um, Green Duck. Kind of along that line. I think we. I think we. I kind of think we started in in Jewelry Court. I can't remember now. But we did the. We did that line awesome. as an event, and that was quite fun. I think we started at Rock and Roll Brewhouse. I think actually. Um, so maybe we'll look at doing that kind of thing. That, that would be a great thing because it's it's like we were saying earlier. It brings people together. Everybody's like into their beer. It's like get everybody together, get them talking, because then things become a catalyst. Very much like we were saying earlier about the how to be a beer blogger event that was like late 2015 that that started, and it started people talking, and then things things happened then. Yeah. Um, what what Bob just said about about the event, the crawl, the noise. I think they're a really good time now to all all work together, bloggers, podcasters, because uh, you can all have plenty of different faces who are happy to lead you around on that day and, yeah. and, and talk to you. Because oh God, we all love talking about beer. Yeah. And we've, uh, from my point of view, I've recently discovered that I can talk to other people as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, haven't you asked me recently? Where isn't there some? Well, there's the UK brewery tours, and they they popped up around the country, and I was um, able to to cover for a guy uh, Stuart Harrison at, at, at the last one, first of the month, and then he's on holiday again for October, so I'm doing that little tour again, and that just um, it's only three or four places, but it, I really enjoyed it. I got to do a little tasting event. And, for people who'd never done that sort of thing before, then I, so that was at the, at the Wharf. Normally, it'd be a rock and roll brewery, yeah, and it will be next month. But I, I think they were at a festival that day, right? Yeah. So I did a little tasting event, and it's it really cool. I really enjoyed it. Oh, Took them to great. Burning Soul, mm. then Chris there did an awesome talk, probably yeah. the most in-depth brewers talk I've ever heard. He got really scientific, so I was like, oh, yeah, really enjoyed that. Top stuff. And, so. and then. Um, from there, I took them to Purity Bar and they did a, a, a food and beer matching session. 
Okay, that's cool. Well, what we'll do is we'll, we'll drop that into the show notes then, the link to, to the, those brewery tours, yeah, so people yeah. can pick up on that. Uh, I think they, they do private tours as well, so yeah. I think Ka- Catherine, who, who works with uh, Bob on the Midlands beer vlog, she, yeah. she also does the same thing. Yes, yeah. All right, cool stuff. So, um, so plenty in the pipeline. Oh, actually, one thing that we forgot to mention so far is, of course, um, Fixed Wheel and just about to open up their new tap room in Lyon. Already they? opened it. Already opened it. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was a few days ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it looked, um, it looked busy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's another black country venue to drink in. I think Lyon's yeah. got a station as well, isn't it? It's on the snow. Yeah, it's where uh, Sadler's is as well. Right, so you can hit both of those up then. Uh, so, this is the thing with doing this. You start to get really, really into public transport because it's the way you get around. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, Unless it's, you've got somebody that can be a designated driver, then yeah, yeah. Then, then it's public transport. It's a bit different to Londoners because they, they love to talk about transport, whereas we love to talk about how rubbish it is. Yeah, <laughs> Not, well, they have that as well, but as it's more non-existent, it's, yeah, it's broken down. It just different isn't there. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so kind of to round off this little section, really about blogging and that sort of thing. Um, have any of you guys got any advice for people wanting to start blogging? Is, is it something yeah. that's easy to get into? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I, I think just talk to any of us. We're all really happy to talk to anyone. Like mm. Bob's always inviting new people to get involved in their, their yeah. blog. And like, well, we're the same, really. Yeah. That was part of the concept of, of, of the blog when we set it up was that actually we realised that we weren't individually going to have the time to put into it that we felt it deserved. Yeah, it's a struggle, man. Yeah. You've got, you've yeah. Lots of things when you've got full-time employment, doing this as a, a side project, as a hobby, it is difficult to fit it into your life. Um, yeah. But if there's a multiple of you and you can all support each other, it works quite well. Yeah, it's that's what cool, I have with It's us. a cool way to make new friends as well. Yep. Yeah, so I think well, if there was... Whenever we, whenever I kind of um, me and, and Sarah kind of reflected on our experiences from the the, the the beer world, actually, is that that is the friends that we've made. You know, I think actually in many ways, I think alcohol, well, not alcohol, <laughs> merriment, merriment, but actually the beer scene probably yeah. has been a big help for my mental health. You know, there's times where I'd felt quite isolated and mm. um, and things like that, and then through through. Um, kind of getting involved in the beer scene, you know, um, Dave and Deb, um, you know, with, with, and, and then Catherine and Dave, and and, and so many, you know, we've, we've been involved in the, the, the blog itself, and then so many other people we've met through there, you guys as well, yeah, yeah. you know, got to know you guys, and, and, and you guys, you know, we've, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, sure. you know, the loads of people that we've been out, and then, you know, further afield, the, the um, kind of part of the inspiration for starting the blog was, you know, uh, beer o'clock show and the the, the Irish beer snobs yeah um, and, and kind of that connection online as well that actually that I think that's the best thing I would say if, if you're going to start a blog it's well worth doing it think about what you want to achieve but what's your, what's your goal what is it you want to achieve yeah. get the website right and that's a key thing yeah um, and and when you're going to post and things like that think about what you want to say is it original or not and, and things oh. um, and and then just enjoy getting to know the people because there's some good people out there and yeah. you know I, I would say I've met some really really good friends through um, through through um, kind of being involved in the beer scene yeah yeah. I would, I'd, I'd completely second what, what Bob says I mean me personally I've had a there's been a, a lot of a, it's been a difficult couple of years really for me on, on a personal level but um beer blogging and the people I've met through that has really uh, 
got me through it and like now it, like I've got I had a good uh, group of friends anyway but now I just feel like there's so many more people that I don't have to be on my own I can, like, there's one time where I had nothing to do the weekend so I was thinking about um, going to the London Brewers market just, just on my own I, w- I would have enjoyed myself because I'm quite happy to be on yeah. my own sometimes but I posted something about that on Twitter and then uh, so Carl from Twisted Barrel the, the bearded one he's like no, 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 we're having a crawl around Coventry. And the next thing I knew, I was on the way to Coventry. We yeah, yeah. had a great day with Bob and then yeah. met. So um, Steve from the Beer O'Clock Show yeah. was there and um, yeah, Matt Hartpoint and Jens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course, Carl's got a lot of friends, hasn't he? So, yeah. In Moyolo, is it? Yeah, yeah, lots of people. Yeah. And it, oh, it's such a good day. And that's got, interesting that you mention that actually, because you know, the concept of a crawl around Coventry for decent beer <laughs> is something that maybe people outside of the area don't understand the concept of. But when you start off somewhere like Beer Gonzo, uh, and then you hit up somewhere like Drapers, which is a great place as well, and finish at the Twisted Barrel Tap Room, that's fantastic places to drink. Well, I, think, I think with Coventry, there are a lot of people. One of the things that Coventry does particularly well for, for you know quite a small city. Um, is that they all work together really well, which is, is one of the things that I think has only recently started to happen here in Birmingham. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, they all of them, all of them support each other and help each other, which is fantastic. I like so. I said, we we started at Boyats, we went from Boyats into um, to, to Gonzo, and Gonzo's beer list is insane. Oh, it's so, uh, yeah. you know, and well, the stuff that they've had when they were just a bottle shop was just amazing. You know, and, and like you say, there's there's Inspire, there's Drapers, um, you know, and there's there's um, you know the Twisted Barrel Tap, and, and you know it's they've gone from they've really got a massive space. space now. Yeah, you know, and, and those guys are doing some fantastic things. Loads um, of beer on. There's always yeah. good music. Just a good vibe. Yeah, really absolutely. Vibe. And and like I say, that's a concept that maybe people outside the area, because I I do feel that the Midlands in general probably gets a bit of stick from elsewhere in the country. And, and it's unfairly so, really. Um, <laughs> I so, have an accent. Well, yeah, I'm probably going to stick out like a sort of thing. It's Dave's from the same place as me, but we, when, when there was a few Daves at school, he was always posh Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Hey, we can't talk. We're from South Warwickshire. You know, so. South Warwickshire. Uh, South, 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 South Warwickshire. Yeah. 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 Apparently, we don't have an accent. So getting back to the uh, the question about like starting a blog, though, yeah. I, I think the main thing is to think about what are you trying to say, who are you trying to talk to, what are your main objectives. When we started, we just wanted to be talking about craft beer because we felt it was such a, a thing that people should know about and should, the awareness needs to be raised. So that's why we don't just specifically specifically focus on the Midlands. We look wider around yeah. the country or travel trip uh, travel tips or wherever we've been and we just want to talk about the amazing experiences we've been having yeah um, my second tip would be just write literally allow yourself to write crap and yeah. this is something that I found when I recently published a piece where I was having real writer's block mm. and I was like you know what if I allow myself to write something terrible that's okay I can do that and then I mm. finished it I reread it I was like you know this isn't too bad. I can actually just yeah. adjust a few words, make it make sense, and this is actually decent. So don't be scared to just start typing and run away with it because yeah. you'll actually find you're a much better writer than you will be. You so think you, you are. Do you almost do a stream of consciousness kind of? Oh, absolutely. Start, yeah. 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 I will start with a, a few notes of what yeah. sort of things I want to talk about, and then I'll, I'll 
create a paragraph structure, and then I'll literally just start typing of what I think I need to start talking about, and then I'll adjust it as I go along. And we, we work as a team as well. Like, yeah. Like me, I've got, so I've got a, I did a degree in creative writing and English literature. So for me, blogging was, I left uni and then I stopped writing. So right. it, was, it was really cool to get back into that, even though it's a completely different type of writing to what I was used to. Yeah. And then it's really good working with Dave as well, because I love the stuff that he writes, and I, I'm re- I, I uh, really like editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying that his, his work needs a lot of editing, but it's just, I, I really, really enjoy it. And we work as a team, I write something, Dave will always, I sometimes was... annoyingly so, he'll have a lot of pointers, and I'm like, oh, it's a good point. Oh, I've finished. Again, that actually comes into the whole team aspect. It helps if you're doing this on the side, to do it with someone else. Like, that is such a strong point. Uh, like, if I was just doing this by myself, I don't think I would be anywhere near as well. Wednesday yeah. would not be where it is if it wasn't for Rob. We kick each other up the ass. Yeah, and that's what you need to be. I, I feel if you're going to do this yeah. as a side thing, find the people who share your same thoughts and mm. do it with them. And yeah. like, work with other blogs as well. I mean, I was struggling on something recently and I'd put a tweet out about it and then Catherine Webber from, from Midlands Beer Blog, she was saying, do you want to collaborate? And that's just that's such a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we wouldn't have had any as much success as we have if it wasn't for Bob and with yeah, they've they been so supportive of us. Share their stuff and well, we try try and do the same back. Your, your stuff is so much better written than us. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like we're just a I'm bunch a of an, ed- an educated. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a grammar Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be surprised at the amount of people out there who will support you and help you yeah. and you'll find people who even in the same field will want to yeah. also share the same work because Definitely. they're not doing it for themselves they're doing it for the entire team yeah. we've all got yeah. different skill yeah. sets as well mm-hmm. I think it links into that as well is that reach out on Twitter you know, yeah. there's so many yeah, for sure. kind of you know the, the guys you know doing the blogs doing the um, you know the, the uh, you know uh, podcasts and everything like that. People, there's a really good bunch of people that you can I'm, talk to. I'm the whole get involved in conversations. There's some horrible stuff. Some there is. Is there? You ask the question, how to define craft? Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah. But, um, but actually, could be on the Facebook UK craft beer group. Yeah. I mean, when we started, I think one of the big helps for us was. Um, Bokes and Bailey. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Bokes yeah, and yeah, Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Added us to their list and then retweeted us and concluded some of us. No retweet. I know. I know. We used to. I was like, I'm not known. We hit the big time. Yeah. I'm over to Roger Prots. Uh, <laughs> it's like Daisy Turner who works with uh, Head of Steam and then uh, Craft Beer Newcastle. She's been fantastic yeah. as well at retweeting her stuff. Yeah, sure. Absolutely, for someone who is focused on a different city, to be so, so, so supportive of something that's specifically Midlands based is yeah. fantastic. And it just shows a testament that people do want to spread the good word. It's all a big old loving. Yeah. There you go, there you go, yeah. So that's that's fantastic. I think that's inspiring words, really, for people wanting to start writing. <laughs> yeah. I, I do, yeah. Um, my so, friends have a few beers. Yeah, exactly. It's no Matt Curtis talk at Brewdog, but you know, oh, yeah. hopefully but, it'll inspire some. Yeah. Um, so kind of moving on really, and this is something we normally do earlier in the podcast actually, but we've, we've kind of got all the blogging stuff covered now really. Um, 
I don't know about anybody else. Uh, we normally sort of discuss our hoppy excursions of late. Um, and it's actually only been a couple of weeks since we did the last podcast. So I think we haven't got a huge amount to, to uh, declare other than we had some great Oktoberfest beers at Head of Steam last weekend. They really seem to have uh, got some great Oktoberfest stuff in. Um, so uh, the Paul Anna um, Dunkel was fantastic beer actually so it's good to see that kind of stuff turning up because I don't think particularly anybody else had, had kind of got much Oktoberfest stuff on the tap so good on head of steam for that um, anybody else been up to anything um, we had um, we're in, we had a little holiday in um, the Lake District so oh, obviously cool. wherever you've got to check out the beer places not, yeah. you know, not massive amounts of stuff just showing you yeah. first. <laughs> a couple of places in Keswick that were really nice yeah. um, so that was that was lovely. We stopped at Hawk's Head on the way. Oh, nice. great place, great I place. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, we had beer tapas. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, um, which was lovely, and we got, managed to try some of the um, couple of the um, Rainbow Rainbow Seven beers. Oh right, yeah, right. yellow. I think one of them, and I can't remember. Sarah had another one. Um, so that we did that, um, and then last weekend we had a. a brewery tour that um, family had bought us at Purity yeah. um, really enjoyed it more than yeah. I thought I would actually um, really impressed I think one of the things it reiterated to me is actually how much better beers are when they're kept well especially when they're from the source because yeah. they know how to keep them yeah. and it kind of makes me sad to a certain degree that so many beers are sometimes they are well, they, was, they were really good you know I've, you know, I hold my hands up and said I've had some Purity beers before that I haven't particularly enjoyed but I think actually they was impressed and I was their session IPA, which is fairly new. That's the four and a half percent one, isn't it? It's in like green and yellow cans. Yeah. I've tried it out. Of, really yeah. impressed really with that. Really good. Yeah. Really impressed with that. Yeah. Um, but that was really fun, and, and it was really nice to see kind of they're set in the middle of the countryside and find learn about kind of their brewing processes and and, and try a few of the beers. Um, so that was that was quite fun. So definitely a recommendation for doing a purity tour, then, yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Yeah. And then obviously we've moved to South Staffordshire now, and, and kind of our nearest place. Um, that kind of is a fun kind of day out is, is probably Litchfield. Right. There's some really nice bars in Litchfield um, as well. Um, the Whippet Inn. Yeah. Um, yeah Whippet gets some fantastic it's, beers in. It's, it's a really shame, really. Yeah, like it used to be a bit cliquey, but it's. Newt's new, really friendly now. Newt's new taken over. Yeah, yeah. We went in, I think, after they'd only been, he'd only took it over like a week before and got it chatting to him and, yeah. and um, he'd get some fantastic beers in. Yeah, it's worth uh, stepping over the border for. I said, a couple of months ago, we went to airing Litchfield and Beer Bomb next door to that, yeah. which does a fantastic uh, Belgian and yeah. European beer. Oh, right. and, yeah. and then literally the whip it in and then Rob was like, oh, yeah, they've kind of changed the owner. Or like, this no, 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 not beer, but that was a whip it in next door. Yeah. Oh, I just said we went next door to whip it in. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing to see that they had Daya on tap. Yeah, in Litchfield. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty big, isn't it? That's, that's pretty big, yeah, to, to have yeah. Litchfield draw. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we'd uh, support that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nice um, talk, talking on about what we've been up to, actually, Rob, I believe you was volunteering at uh, Beaverex, yeah, a few weeks back. Yeah. How was the experience? Oh, it's, it's, it's such a positive experience. Yeah. It really was. So, I, I volunteered on the Friday, so I ended up going on my own. I got there, and then the first thing was, was I went and got my t shirt. And the first thing I saw was a couple of guys who 
knew from around Brom anyway. All oh, right, cool. And then we got split up into our separate groups. And like me, are I'm I'm a shy person if I don't know people, but I don't know. It's just everyone was. We had so we had to get there for one, and we didn't start pouring until four. So right. we had a, a good few hours to just uh, just hang out with yeah, yeah. different different groups, different people from all different backgrounds. It was like, there's a guy um, who'd come from Italy. Oh wow! So wow. Kind of yeah. oh, I felt bad now. I can't remember his name, but he was a really nice guy. Yeah. So just just so for anybody listening, I'm not not 100 sure on Beaver X. Obviously, it was the Beaver Town. Um, extravaganza uh, uh, held in London. Where, where was it? Print, print works, Canada Water. Ah, right. So the Docklands kind of new, area. Yeah. Newspaper printing place. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of uh, controversy about it prior to it happening so because much. of uh, breweries pulling out and this, that, and the other. But overall, still a good vibe there. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it was really good. So on the Friday, I I was on the the bar for Crooked Stave, a, a artisan beer project from from Denver, Colorado, all day. Wow. God, their beer is good. Yeah. Not, not that I'd know because I was pouring it on drinking it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was a real good vibe. Pe- pe- um, people were just in, in a really good mood. People were happy to talk to to me and like mm. they, they, they asked me for my recommendations and. It was, it was great to be honest with you. Did, did they think you were from Crooked State? A lot of people did get very confused. Well, you don't sound like you're from Colorado. There's a little black country enclave in Colorado. The worrying thing was that people didn't even question the fact that I clearly didn't sound like I was from there. But the thing is that they just assumed I was from there because of. I know a bit about the brewery. Yeah, so. yeah. It's one of my favourite things about volunteering at beer yeah. festivals. Actually, is the the talking about it. Yeah, and the, the bit like later in the day when people get there's like a, there's a sort of a period where it slows down a bit. Everyone's had quite a few beers, and everyone just stops around to talk. Yeah. Before yeah. it speeds up again when they realise there's only an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, so. Oh, so and then then the Saturday. Um, so a couple of my friends from from around here were there for the day, and then I bumped into uh, bumped into Catherine like a few times throughout the day. Hung out with the uh, the Burning Soul guys and and the um, Good Beer Hunting Symposium. So there's a seri- uh, there was talks on both days, and there's um, so the first talk was from the Good Beer Hunting Collective, uh, just about beer writing, about right. creating narrative, mm-hmm. and it was really inspiring at the time. Yeah. I, I can't wait to listen to it again. because that Matt come... Curtis guy again? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, Matt Curtis. Uh, yeah, yeah, so there's Matt Curtis, uh, Michael Kaiser, and, and um, Claire Ball, and then uh, Johnny Garrett from, from the Craft oh, Beer. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Craft Beer Channel. And that was great. And then straight after that, I had enough time to just go and grab a beer. And then there was the uh, the discussion on a uh, on independence oh, and investment. So there yeah. was um, there was Justin from Two Tribes, um, uh, Giovanni from uh, Del Decato, and then uh, the man of the man of the hour, like Logan Plant from Beaverton. Uh-huh. So and that that was cool to hear there because obviously they are all breweries who I've taken on investment. Yeah, uh, none more so than. Um, Beavertown's uh, recent um, large investment from from Heineken, which it's a contentious point, but 
from from hearing that talk, I have to say, Logan, oh, I still I still believe in in Logan. He, yeah. he, he's a very passionate man. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's got a lot more to do. And but he did um, he, when when asked where he wants to expand to, he he said without with without a breath. Yeah. Birmingham, but then it described us as a, as a desert. <laughs> and so I was in the third row, and uh, two rows behind me was Chris and Rich from Burning So, so yes. I just looked around, so I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then security were called to hold you back. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, this is an o- o- open message to Logan to come and see us, man. Come and yeah. have a beer with us, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's more yeah. stuff going on than last time he was here. I don't yeah. know how often he gets back to the Midlands, but obviously he did a meet the brewer thing at Tilt, didn't he? That was a great night. Uh, but that was a fair while back. That's good. I left before Robert Plant. Oh yeah. So, I, I, so I was, we did. Yeah. I, I was. I was so scared to talk to Logan, even though he's just a man. At the end yeah. of the day. And then his dad turned up and I lost my mind and then it was just easy to talk to him. <laughs> and it was, oh, he's, he's just so, so engaging. Yeah. He's such a good looking fella though, isn't oh, he? Oh, he is. <laughs> oh, I was, just staring I was intimidated by his beauty, I think. <laughs> staring into those eyes. <laughs> there you go. God, the man, the man. What, what charisma. Of all yeah. the people around the table today that should have been saying that sentence, you'd have thought it would have been me. Yeah. It's all the bromance. Oh, just saying what you're thinking. Who isn't? It's like the only other man that has that sort of effect. He's David Walker from Firestone Walker. That hair, man. That hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'd stroke that hair. <laughs> We've got a title for this called, podcast. Uh, <laughs> only if it's cool with him. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so yeah, Boomtown Extravaganza, yeah. such a good experience. Would you volunteer again next year? Totally, I loved it. I loved yeah. being on both sides of the bar, and I just everywhere I went, I just bumped into a new person to to have a yarn with. Yeah, excellent, excellent stuff. Well, um, nothing recent. Got a few in the pipeline. Uh, next month, going to Cracker uh, Calling in Newcastle. All right. Cool. Hosted at Wyland. It's got an incredible lineup. Um, I really want to go. I'd like to go to Wyland. It's amazing. Yeah, I'll go to Brewery. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's I remember that time when you went and didn't invite me before. <laughs> <laughs> I literally but invited you to this one, and you're like, oh no, I'm going to, I'm going to America. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, don't it's stop saying that. Sorry, good point there. I'm in Colorado. Um, no, it's got me. <laughs> It's incredible. And Wyland do some of the best beers in the UK, Absolutely. in my opinion. Yeah. And they've pulled together some of the best breweries of the UK as well as the wider world. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for that. Um, and then also, further looking ahead to uh, November, uh, me and Rob are both are volunteering at Dark City. Oh, uh, awesome. Right. Yeah. Northern, Mo- Northern Monks, a celebration of stouts and porters. And Everything dark. Yeah, we yeah. missed out last year and. We were incredibly in there. I was in Leeds. You were there as well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise until far too late because I was there for a gig. Um, and I was like, oh no, well, I, could, I could have uh, killed two birds at once. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're going there and I really can't wait. Like, it's going to be my first proper experience. Yeah, so yeah, there, come, in, come and say hello to us because we're working on the Saturday, like, uh, Saturday evening, session. evening session. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, cool yeah. stuff. So cool very stuff. much looking forward to that. Yeah, in terms of upcoming stuff, obviously we're recording this today on Zwan's Day, 
Um, which for oh, sorry, any... I was at Swansea, but... Where? Well, should be like Swansea in a weird no, accent. Thinking about... Um, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, th- I think Simon's right. Swans. Yeah. I would have a listen to... It's a great podcast. So shout out now to Belgian Smack Podcast. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brendan Kearney, Belgian Smack Podcast. If you're into Belgian beer, you have to listen to that. It's an awesome listen. Um, and yeah, for an Irish guy, he gets his pronunciations absolutely sorted. I think so. the very, I mean, the very fact that we've got a venue in Birmingham hosting Zwans, Leeds hasn't. That's a massive deal. <laughs> Love you yeah, it's it is a big deal. Yeah, no, you know, it's I a big deal. Yeah, you know, we've got, you know, Clink, Clink uh, do some fantastic. You know, they're great selection. They're big fans of of, of Columbics and sour beers themselves. Yeah. You know, obviously, some of the tastings that Roberto's done there is just some amazing beers. You know, so they know they know their stuff when it comes to yeah. to, to kind of the sour beers and the lambics. So for them to host. Zwans. There's only five venues in the in in the whole of the country that are doing Zwans. That's crazy. You know, that's a big deal. My hope is that that the whole thing has been a big success. I was there earlier um, sampling some of the the Cantillon, which Mm -hmm. was. The line insane. It is brilliant. Yeah. It's, and the beer is tasting fantastic. Can you know. and tap in Brum? Uh, Who'd have thought it? Eh? What a time to be alive. Yeah. 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 This ain't no desert, Logan. No. Yeah, there you go. Do come and see us, Logan. Don't forget about us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like he listens to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll hold Dave back. I'll hold Dave back. Spam him with it. Yeah. I'll, hold, I'll, I'll, try, and, I'll try and hold, uh, hold Rob back so he didn't try and comb your hair, brush your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Stroke your hair. No, yeah. I'd hypnotise boy's eyes, I wouldn't be able to use my hands. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to edit that yeah, out. Yeah, I might want to edit So anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> Again, Rob goes darker than he meant to. Uh, yeah. we, we, we did a blog about the BM Turn Extravaganza last year and I just went over the top on Logan's eyes. Yeah. There was a solid five minutes of Rob crushing it. Yeah. Swooning. There you go. Swoon, swoon, swoon fest. He's a cool yeah. man. I just want to be his friend, and I'm not going about it in the right way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the only other thing, obviously, we got coming up is next week. It's Indie Man. Um, oh yeah, it is. So you guys going? Why well, not? Because I, I'm moving house yeah. in two weeks, and I did apply to volunteer at Indie Man. And I didn't hear anything back, and I was really disappointed until mid last week. I had a random phone call, and it was Indie Man saying, "Yeah, sorry, we meant to send you an email. It didn't come through. Are you still free, free to volunteer?" And I was like, "No, unfortunately <laughs> not." And I'm good. It's, it's we so, went maybe three years ago, was it? This two years ago, I think. Two, yeah. two or three, uh-huh. and it was insane. It, yeah, we yeah. loved it. So, would, would, would you venue. say probably best festival in the UK, maybe? Oh, obviously after Lock and Key, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 certainly up there. Oh, it was, it's it's a it's an interesting venue, and uh, I don't know. It's just a real good vibe about it. It's yeah. all about it, the, the, I think the venue sets the scene as well. Yeah, yeah. And the Victoria Baths. You get it's to the end stunning. of the, Get to the end of the day, and you're just taking daft selfies in the changing room. <laughs> well, yeah. That, they, we might need to edit that out as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, stop! No, I don't mean anything bad. <laughs> Based on last you time. guys are filth. I'm just innocent. That's all it is. They they do put together an incredible lineup. They've yeah. got like, yeah, fantastic brewers there. It's always well received. 
I, I really enjoyed it and looking to go back again. So, yes. Uh, are you, are you <laughs> Yes, we're going. Yeah, 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 we're going, yeah. Um, so looking forward to that, because I've not been before, so I've heard all this yeah, good stuff from other people, and it's not fantastic. been that. So, it is yeah. good. It's, a really, it's our first time, and I think we've been three times. Um, so this is our first time in the last three years that we haven't yeah. been. No, I saw you um, there when we went, but I was yeah. too shy to say a lot. Oh, you should have done. He went yeah. running with yeah. Matt Curtis, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way. Yeah, 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 there you go. So. I've spoken to Matt before, though. I've always been too shy to speak to Bob. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, we, so we're not going this year, unfortunately. But, uh, maybe you know, it's like Glastonbury. You take a fallow year, you know. Yeah, I think that's what I think we need maybe break, next yeah. year. Oh, so. I think that's a fair I've, comparison. I think Edinburgh is the Glastonbury of. The Do you know what? Good call. Yeah, I think I, it probably I, I is. Think it yeah. is. It's so well. It's universally liked. People yeah. love Edinburgh. It's been yeah. a fantastic. Fair I'm, I'm going to be so gutted that I'm not there, but I'm. Uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm, I'm just uh, skinting the lead up to uh, Colorado. To be honest, you go to Colorado, so well, you know, yeah. you, you yeah, wear excuse. If anyone in here, I'm going to Colorado, <laughs> it's going to be great. So, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll let you know about how that goes when we get back. Yeah, good call. Yeah. You can hear all about it on Wednesday years, blog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you all go. over my Twitter, I'm going <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll block you. You're gonna be um, sick. Of me. <laughs> you are, all of you, lovely listeners, are gonna be sick of me. Yeah. So um, we've only really, I mean, we don't really do news on this podcast, but because it's kind of uh, local, just a little update. Really, we've talked before, obviously, and earlier about Glasshouse Brewery in, in Sturchley, and we did recently get an update from Josh who um, basically tweeted the other day and said we're fully operational after four months of delays. All the FVs are full and lots of it to come. Taproom naturally has been delayed. Uh, it will certainly be this side of the year, but an exact date I can't give. Brewing the best beer we can is the priority at the moment. So as we were saying earlier, I think it's definitely the brewery around yeah. here to be looking out for, isn't it, really? Yeah. And, well, um, we wouldn't expect any less, would you? The man no. wants to get it right. Yeah, exactly. And when he gets it right, it's right. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think that's probably about the only sort of local news we've got at the moment um, because we've covered stuff on the previous podcasts about Thornbridge Bar opening up soon, Pint Shop's a couple of weeks away from opening. So yeah. a lot of good stuff on the horizon. So um, so yeah, I think we've pretty much covered everything that we'd set out to cover. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, thank everybody here for, for rocking up and uh, having a chat to us. Well, Much thanks, appreciated. Thank you, yeah. and, and, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah definitely. Be good and um, thanks to everybody listening to this. The usual usual stuff. If if you enjoyed, remember to subscribe and uh, also leave us a review. It really helps us climb the ratings. Uh, not that we're expecting to ever be number one, but you know. Um, there you have it. Uh, obviously, you can follow us on on the socials, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of those things. We're on all of those. And obviously, if you've got any uh, comments on this show, get in touch. Let us know. Until then, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Cheers.